Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I left myself vulnerable to be taken advantage of. I felt gross. And I'm just laying there like, I don't want to do this. Something happened to me a couple months ago. Well, it's so hard to talk about it. I didn't say yes, but I also didn't say Say no. no. I just let it happen. I just feel like I'm still very confused about this gray area of consent. For me, it's like, no is no. I I don't understand how you're confused about it. Have you had a sexual experience that was not consensual? I have. Okay. But it was also with your dad, actually. This may shock you, but we took a poll, and every woman we asked admitted they have had unwanted sex. Wow. Sexual consent is a hot-button issue. Opinions and feelings can get really, really, really hot about this one. And remember that all women don't have the same opinion, Mm -hmm. nor do we have to. Mm -hmm. Opinions vary. And there's a difference between being raped, right? Yes. Versus being in situations that create these kind of gray areas of non-consensual 
Definitely. Sex. I will definitely say as a woman, I definitely got into some situations where I didn't vocalize in a way that I, I should have. And me not necessarily understanding the dynamics, you go further than you want to and then you feel like it's too late to stop. Okay. For me, it's like no is no. Yeah. It's, it's really, in my mind, before we started even talking about it, I was like, well, what is there to even talk about? Because no means no. So, Gam, you feel like nowhere in your history in regards to sexual intimacy have you felt like you've had a sexual experience that was not necessarily consensual or was, gr you know, kind of in that gray area? I have. I have. Okay. But it was also with my husband. Okay. Your dad, actually. So that's really gray. That is gray. That's but really you, gray. He, you do hear that a lot. So you're basically saying you had non-consensual sex with my father. Mm-hmm. So that he forced himself upon you. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't, you know, yeah. Well, why do you say it like that? Yeah. I don't really want to go into more details on okay. camera about that. All right, I got it. Yeah. Women are not really allowed to be vocal around sex in regards to what pleases them and yeah. what displeases them. Right, exactly. Right? right, so any conversation around sex for a woman is like, it's a hot area. So even if you try to talk to your mother about it, yeah. she usually doesn't even want to talk to you about it in right. detail. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm and, saying? And usually it's, like, don't put yourself in that, that situation. Or you yeah. shouldn't be having sex anyway. Right. Or, you know, you get, that. And you get yeah. all of that. So now you don't really have the information. You, you don't know the game. Because one of the things that I realized, too, is like a boy's game is to get you to yes. Yeah. So he's going to be persistent. Yeah. He's going to be like manipulative at times. He's a hunter. You got to know what the game is. Yeah. Don't get in the game. Or once you're in the game, you really got to know, like, you got to know your boundaries. Exactly. And you got to know how exactly. far to go. Me and Will get into conversations about that all the time. Because he's yeah. like, if she goes to the hotel room, she knows what's up. No, right. she doesn't. But, I promise but you, mom, not all the time. But mom, I, no, I, I, no, I, I, I don't agree I with that. I feel hundred percent differently than that. I really do. Okay, let's I be really real. I really feel like if she goes to the hotel room, let's say maybe she's like, oh, I want to spend more time. Maybe she's not thinking like, oh, it's gonna go there straight away. But it has to be in her mind. But you're not thinking in the same way he is. Especially men who are not sexually disciplined, in my opinion, tend to have a very predatorial... It's, it's primal. It's just primal. It's like, young guys don't know... that they, They're trying to figure it out. All they know is that they have this strong drive and they want you now. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes sense, but I, I still don't get past the responsibility of the young lady to I'm be prepared for that. I'm not saying that young ladies aren't supposed to be responsible. What I'm saying is that young ladies are not prepared. They're not. So where are you supposed to learn it? You and I never had a conversation about that. We didn't, but I wasn't prepared. But that's what I'm trying to say. So we're expecting these young girls to, to know. just know. And that's ridiculous. And we're expecting these young boys to just know. Some kind of way from somehow, I knew. I didn't get prepared for my mother, but I knew. And I was never in a position or a circumstance that 
I couldn't take care of myself or that I felt like I couldn't say no or put on water. Sometimes it's subtle, though. Like sometimes I'm talking about the more subtle stuff. I'm talking about when you're with somebody that you know. Because there have been times where I'm like, oh, was that disrespectful? Sometimes you you can't read the situation. You know what I mean? Or you don't know how to misread it. A lot of times I would misread it, and I'd be like, oh, I'm in something right now. Okay. I'm in something right now, right? And so that's why with Willow, I don't... You prepare... Okay, I'm, I just want to jump in on that because <laughs> you definitely prepared me for the danger yeah. of men. When I was younger, it was like, men are dangerous, first of all. <laughs> no, I, you didn't tell me that. But, I, but the way that you would talk to me I would in my say, little brain, yes. my brain said, men equal danger. I so said, you're becoming a young lady because she wanted to hang out with guys right, right. who were older than her by herself. Right. And I'm like, and that's I, re- a I remember some of those conversations. There's no you hanging out with nobody alone. I was always very aware so. of the danger of men. <laughs> and I, I don't even want to say the danger of men. We'll say the danger of un- the undisciplined male sexual mind. That's the, different. Yeah. I don't want to put a blanket on men like that because that's not fair. But it can be dangerous. Yes, indeed. And that's what you made very clear. Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes. I tried to. <laughs> you made it I don't very know, I clear. Just, I, I just feel like I'm still very confused about this gray area of, of consent. I, I think, really do. I, I don't understand the... how you're confused about it when we just had agreement on the fact that young women <laughs> are not educated. I don't think men or women are educated enough because men are thinking you know the game. Like Will, he's like, ah, you know what's up. And I'm thinking, no, you're playing my game. We're just gonna go up here, we're gonna talk, we're gonna have a good time, we're gonna connect some more. but, right? But he's thinking in his mind, well, if you're spending time with me alone, then that means a yes is available. So I'm gonna keep going for the yes. And I'm thinking, oh no, I, I like you, you make me laugh. I'm not thinking, that sex is an absolute in his mind because I'm not there. But it certainly is a, a possibility. possibility. Yes. And just the fact that it's a possibility right. puts you in the in position a, where you have to know where you're going, what you're exactly. doing, who you're going with, and what your boundaries are. Women need to understand a male mind around sexuality and men need an understanding of a female's mind around sexuality. There's a lot of misunderstanding like a lot of men feel like if I buy you this drink, that's a signal. If you decide to let me take you home, that's a signal. If you decide to let me come into your house and spend more time with you, that's a signal. For him, that could be a communication going towards something that's not necessarily what she's going for. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but she needs to be a little bit more clear. I understand that. First of all, I didn't grow up with a father or a brother. Right. So I had a lot to learn, a lot to learn in regards to the male mind, in regards to intimacy and sex. Willow grew up with brothers. Right. So she got to kind of see it firsthand. Right. It was always very apparent to me, maybe not in the most healthy way, that (laughs) sex is always on a man's mind. So you have to protect yourself and you have to be very clear and very aware and not put yourself in a situation where you can be victimized. So that was extremely clear to me Mm -hmm. from a young age. But she had an education. Exactly. And I didn't have that education. So I was constantly putting myself in situations that I didn't need to be in. If I knew then 
what I know now, I wouldn't have even been drunk at college parties. I left myself vulnerable to be taken advantage of. Those things happen most, you put yourself in more of a vulnerable situation for when those things. When you're in susceptible. an state of mind. When you're susceptible to those things when you're inebriated. So this is what makes it complicated. You know, being in a, in a situation with somebody of like, oh my God, I went too far, but I'm afraid to say no. And then I go through with it and I hate that I did it. Why? 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 I don't understand why you, but I'm if just, that's not what you want. Right, but I'm just I, saying there's I don't all understand that. these complex areas of sex and trying to get understanding, even in, when we educate young girls of the do's and the don'ts, you right. know, really well, kind of breaking it all sure down. That if you don't understand, he damn sure doesn't. Okay? There you go. So, this is a subject that is very important to our dear friend, Rumor Willis. What so. did you see in your mother that you felt was a reflection? A lot of the just like unworthiness, like there's something innately about me that I have to earn love from people and like constantly prove myself. That and a lot of the stuff with men. Right. She was carrying my, the weight of my issue. The last time she was here, she was like, you guys need to have a show about consent. And so here we are. Are you hearing our struggle? <laughs> I hear you. Oh my God. And it's so interesting because there's so much of this that is so high octane. Absolutely. And to me, the issue is when you're young, you're exactly. taught, all right, well, if you have sex, then you're going to get pregnant or STDs. Right. And guys are boosted up. They're like, yeah, if you can go and get this girl, yeah, that's great. Totally. And there's such shame around sexuality yes. and all, and it's all about men yeah. having the power. Yep. Yeah. And oh, if someone likes you, if a guy likes you, that's great. So don't do anything yeah. that would potentially mess that up. Yeah. I would get myself into a situation and at some point I had learned that if someone wants, values me sexually or I feel like they desire me, then they are entitled to me. Wow. Mm when I was like 14, because I was so shamed, like when all those blogs came out about how I looked, right? how my face looked, right. then my idea was that, oh, well then if I'm desired sexually, then I'm some, I have value. Exactly. I think we all, now I have to be honest with you. That really makes sense. <laughs> I went through that stage too, because I was always so petite. Mm -hmm. I wasn't always the girl. So when you had like that gaze, you know, it it's was like, like, it's like a drug. It was a drug. Yeah. You know, I did get caught up in that a little bit. When I came back to LA, when I was like 15 or 16, everyone out here was already having sex. Right. They didn't put pressure on me, but I did right. because I felt so inexperienced and like I just needed to catch up. When I lost my virginity when I was 18, I was more concerned with the shame that I was feeling at not having done it. I was not... a abused or it wasn't rape, right. but I didn't say yes. I wasn't gung-ho about right. it, but I also didn't say, say no. no. Right. I just let it happen. He was older right. and took advantage but and didn't check in. That's right. where I feel like the man's responsibility is. Yeah. No means no, but what if you can't say no? Right. What if you're in a position and you're going, I can't express no because I've never done that. Yeah. Right. A lot of men feel like, well, if we're here and we're doing this, you're down. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's so hard to talk about it. Even since I brought this forward to you, I had such a shift in perspective of trying to get out of 
like a victim mentality. Yeah. Yes. And not just placing blame on men and right. saying they are responsible yeah. and they should be doing this. Because right. in every situation that I've been uncomfortable in, it, it is my responsibility to speak right. up. Yeah. Right. And I think that's I my confusion yeah. of where the couldn't comes from. I'm telling you, I've like something happened to me a couple months ago. Yeah. And I had hung out with this person for a little while. We were kissing outside and I said, do you want to come in for a minute? And when I ask you to come in my house, that doesn't mean that I'm saying that you can get me naked. That doesn't yeah. mean that I'm saying you can do this. I'm saying you can come into my house. And as soon as I got into my house, it was like... Hands everywhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. And all my clothes off. And then I just froze. Really? I, fr I completely froze. And I, had, I even have so much shame about bringing that up because I feel like I'm such this empowered, strong person. But even I couldn't do it. Could not say no. Wow. I could not say I'm uncomfortable. I couldn't say uh, this is too fast. I'm not ready for this. Right. This is where I think it's on the male side of responsibility. There was no awareness from him right. of my discomfort. Right. Even if I couldn't say anything, I was obviously uncomfortable and trying to shut it down, even though I couldn't say anything. And it was just, it's like if you come in the house or that you get a free pass to all of it. Right. Yeah. So we have another guest with us. Oop. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now 
wherever you listen. You may know Amber Rose as the former stripper turned model, actress, and activist. Or the ex-wife of Wiz Khalifa and mother of two young sons, Sebastian and Slash. But today, Amber is an outspoken advocate against sexual injustice and continues to speak out on consent, an issue very personal to her. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. So, Amber, what is your personal story when it comes to consent? I was in a relationship for two years. I had consensual sex plenty of times during that relationship. Um, I didn't want to be with him anymore. I told him that I was leaving, and he didn't want to hear that. He ripped my clothes off. I felt icky. I felt gross. I felt I I was taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And it was terrible. And then he went downstairs and ate breakfast. Like, he didn't do anything. So the gray area in that situation is... I had sex with him so many times within these two years. I didn't fully understand what had happened. Ah. But I know what I felt like after. And then I also remember being, you know, younger. You know, I would maybe take a guy too far. Right. And they'll be like, oh, let me just put the head in a little bit. And I'm like, no, I kind of don't want to. No, just a little bit. And then it's full on sex. And I'm just laying there like, I don't want to do this. Right. We've had, yeah. Have you ever had the experience, I'm curious, where it's easier to just let it finish than say, stop? Yeah. Yeah, I think every woman has been through that. Yeah. In that situation. Do you think that he caught a vibe that you didn't want to do anything? Maybe, but maybe I was, I mean, in my mind, because I don't want it to happen, I'm thinking, how can you not see that? But if somebody, if you want to have sex with someone, right, you're going to be touching them, rubbing yeah. them, kissing them, you're going to be on top of them, rolling around with them. If that wasn't what you were doing, the man knows that you're not with it. He's just taking advantage yeah. of the fact that he has you, you in this feel position. bad to say no. And I've been in those situations where I'm like, oh, I took him too far, he got the condom on, fine. Right. You know, yeah. and I really and he knew I didn't want to. Right. Any situation I've been in, even when I felt that there was maybe a man who pushed took it advantage. too far, mm-hmm. took advantage, I still blame myself. Right. I still went home and said, I can't believe I, like, why didn't I say anything? Right. Like punished myself, didn't go and then call that person out and say, hey, you know what? That wasn't OK. And I felt really uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. The idea of that, like, is, oh, it gives me so much anxiety yeah, exactly. thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Gray zone sex is happening at a staggering rate. The latest research shows that one in three women will have had unwanted sex before she graduates college. My name is Hannah. My name is Alexis. My name is Sam. This is my story. When I was 19 years old, I had met a guy and I'd really started to like him. He asked me to come over to his place to watch a movie. When I was 19 years old, I lost my virginity in that gray area of consent. 
We were texting and he wanted to come over, so he came over. We started kissing. We were friends and we've been flirting for months. There was this like trust. I went over there, kind of expected to hook up a little bit to like get to know him, not really with the intention of having sex. I kept saying, as a reminder, I'm not gonna have sex with you. I said, I do not wanna do that. And then our clothes were off and then he was touching me in places and then all of a sudden, he was putting on a condom. There's only so many times you can say, hey, this isn't gonna happen. It's all kind of a blur, but like I remember like feeling something and then looking up at him and asking him like, is that your penis? And then he said, yeah. And I just remember being in shock mode, like my mind was racing. He had already started like making moves that I feel like I didn't want to make him feel bad by making him stop. So I ended up going along with it and did not enjoy it while it was happening at all. I knew I didn't want it. I kind of felt like once it's inside, I, there's nothing I can really do. I remember freezing and not understanding why I was freezing. If I don't keep going, is he gonna get mad? And I felt like it was my fault and I felt like I was being dramatic or overreacting or like being, you know, like a typical like woman, how we're perceived. I realized he was having sex with me. We weren't having sex together. Because I had made it so clear so many times that I didn't wanna have sex, I felt almost like betrayed. This could have been a relationship. This could have been a partnership. And that was never allowed to flourish because I felt violated. There was this very lingering feeling of violation and like I was worthless. I don't want him to feel like a rapist. I mean, I just felt like it wasn't so, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's deep because she had kept saying no. No, yeah. So now, if you're not aggressive, if you're not gonna be the girl that's gonna like, I'm push you off, right. or like, you know yeah. what I mean? And now you feel like, oh no, I'm in physical danger. Like yeah. I should just comply just so that like nothing that. pops off. She said no. Yeah. And it's yep. still the no wasn't good, good enough, enough for him. Right. Sometimes it's like, this is turning me on because she's kind of saying no, but I know she means yes because yes she's at my hotel room. Right. And, you know, she wanted to have drinks with me. It's like, girl, what did you expect? Right. Yeah. Amber, how are you teaching your boys? Because Sebastian, how old is Sebastian? He just turned seven. See, oh. that okay. okay. But he's way beyond his years. I bet. You know, and he knows everything. Got it. I'm not hiding nothing from my son. Right. My son knows what a period is. Right. He'll come in the bathroom and just be like this and sit <laughs> with me. And I'm like, he's like, mommy, do you have your period? Right. And I'm like, you know, not, not right now, right. but I will. And he's like, do you need a tampon? Do you need a pad? You know, <laughs> right. but right. I, I say that to say my son is seven and I don't feel like it's too soon. No, right. it's huge. Yeah, it I is. don't because once he hits 13, and the girls in his classroom are getting their period. Right. And the boys are like, that's disgusting. Yeah. She's bleeding. Right. He's like, that's nothing, period. Yeah, yeah it's fine. once it's a month. Not, right. Yeah, exactly. I knew that since I was six years old, dude. Like, get with the program. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, and, and, and I don't know if you've been through that with your boys. Right. But he's very curious now. And now... He's like, mom, you got a jiggly butt. Right. And he'll just go come behind me and just jiggle my butt, you know? And I'm like, Sebastian, I know you're playing, and I know you love me and I'm your mom, but that's my private area. Right. And you don't touch mommy's private area, okay? And he's like, 
okay, I understand. And I tell him with other girls, because right. when he goes to his dad's house, his dad's right. a rapper, Yeah, it's a different dynamic over right, there. Right, 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 right. You know? Wiz and I co-parent very well, but... Right. Yeah. As a woman, it's you have sensitivities. That's right. Exactly. You have different sensitivities so, as his mother. Right. So right. I have conversations with him, like when you go to your dad's house, when you're at school, you don't touch these girls inappropriately. Right. You don't touch them at all. Right. Right. Period. Right, right. I have to give you respect, Amber, in how young you're starting to teach your son, because you know, obviously, we were lacking. <laughs> And what I received from from my mother and what I, I gave to Jada. And when I first started listening to you talk, I was cringing in my head. And I was like, girl, but think about your own experience. Mm-hmm. You know, we, right. we're waiting way too, too long, too, too long yep. true. to teach our children. And yes. this is so important. So I just want to I want to give you respect on Thank that. You. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, I get criticized for it. I'm sure care. you do, but th- you know what? Those are your children. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. you know what? I commend you because I, I did the same with them and yep. I got criticized a lot and it pays off. So I'll just tell you that. You got some, right. you got yeah. some good kids. Right, yeah. it pays off. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. So there's a heated debate about the new rules of sexual behavior. 
check out what some of the experts have to say. I am 100% for not only affirmative consent, but enthusiastic consent. Yes means yes with an exclamation point. I am all for partners checking in with each other every step of the way. I lecture on campuses and increasingly students are describing a perfectly ordinary encounter that they feel bad about. And I see a readiness to blame men, to accuse men, asking consent every step of the way. I just can't imagine how that would work. There are so many ways of conveying <sighs> consent in an intimate situation that don't involve, you know, signing an affidavit. It's dehumanizing. It's taking us back to a time where women were considered fragile, delicate little birds in need of protection, damsels in distress. Cool. Teaching someone not to be a victim isn't blaming the victim, it's common sense. Oh, okay. Okay, Rumor, I see you over there steaming. Uh, What's happening? I just think that is such a backwards way of thinking yeah. about it. I think it's the reason why women are so afraid. Right. We have to fight to be heard. Yes. We have to be viewed as equal people and to say that that we're just being delicate when I didn't have a horrible trauma happen to me as a kid and I'm still struggling with how to stand up for myself. We just have to have some freedom to express ourselves yes. and to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's you so gotta long. shake the shame. You gotta shake, gotta the shame. shake the shame. We do, you gotta <laughs> shake it. Former NFL player DeAndre Levy has some strong opinions when it comes to consent. Former pro football player DeAndre Levy has been called the most interesting man in the NFL. Because honestly, it's frightening. You know, Always it's known considered. as an outspoken and socially conscious player, he's focusing on helping women on the issue of consent by calling out men and challenging them to understand that it is an issue they need to solve. I want to say that you are a very confident man to be sitting at this. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I had to work my nerves up back. Well, we love that you're here. Yes. Why did you take consent on as your cause? I didn't hear consent until I was well into my adult years. I've been taught more that a woman will set me up, try to trap me, be careful. A woman will lie, try to get my money. As men, we're taught a woman's body is ours for the taking, especially if we already had sex with her. It's like, she belongs to us, she's ours, we can do whatever now, right? It's like an indictment against our masculinity, our manhood, if we're denied sex. Yeah. Once you had that as a starting point, I mean, it's no telling how, how, yeah. how messy it can get for you. Yeah. But how many times are you maybe intimidating, coercing, yeah. getting into this space where you're guilting a woman out of, yeah. of, of fulfilling a way for not wanting it? And then it's just a way that we try to prove our manhood. That's what we're supposed to do. Like, we're supposed to. So if she says no, it's our job to convince you. Yeah. She says we don't want to, it's our job to, like... Get you, yeah, get you there. It, it's, it's, it's yes. a shot against us if we're not closing the deal. It's the same thing as a way that women see being desired as a way to have validation. It's like the other side it's of exactly that. Right. It's like the that opposite. validation of like, oh, she wants to have sex with me. Like, okay, I'm man enough. I'm worthy. I'm and totally. simply just another notch in the belt. Yeah. 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 How do we educate men to think differently? And is it possible? Yeah, that's the bigger question. Yeah, that's my question. Because right? yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, it's it's so pervasive. It's like trying to change the entire society. It's like how do you solve racism? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think I think the culture is so deeply ingrained. It's it like, really is. I know what I can do. Like I can talk to my nephews. Mm -hmm. They're the next generation. I can try to hold myself accountable. I can try to hold others accountable. How many times do we have like 
a male figure in the life, an older one who's already telling them about girls, like yeah. go do this to the girl, yeah. this is how you talk to the girl, do this, do that. Hypermasculinity, right. yeah. early yeah. on, exactly. totally. I think you can teach about consent when they're younger that's not just about sexuality. Right, yeah. right, right. That's about asking someone, is this okay? I try to do that and force that with my nephews when it's like, go give so-and-so a hug before you leave. I'm like, well, do you want to give them a hug? Do you want to? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I you got to put that in. Yeah. Force little kids to give adults hugs. Uh, and they yeah, don't, don't want to. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they don't want to. They don't know Somebody you. will force them, though. It's like, no, yeah, I don't want I don't to. Like go that. give so-and-so a hug. Go, yeah, no. no. If they say no, that's mm -hmm. a, I feel like that's a way we, they're five, six years old, you it's can so teach true. them that their no is important. Exactly. And if they can understand it for themselves, I think they can understand it when they hear from somebody else. I've never seen a man talk about consent. No. Yeah. So I think it's so awesome that you do because so many women talk about it and it's like from a man's point of view, sometimes it's almost like, oh, well, there they go talking again about whatever it is they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we're overdramatic. Like, yeah, I didn't do anything. Right. Exactly. saying that I did this. Totally. Right. So it's like when it's coming from another man, I feel like they are like, oh, my bro is telling me this. Like, right. yeah. maybe I should think yeah, about that. And then knowing what you know now, has it made you look at your past a little differently? Of course. So I look back at my sexual history, people I've had interactions with and, you know, like, did I make you uncomfortable? Like, I know I didn't rape anybody. Right. Like, I know, I know that, right? But we talk about the gray area. Did right. I make you uncomfortable? Did I put too much pressure? Did I misread so the situation? So did you go back into your past? Yeah, yeah. A few oh, people, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Just and what to, made you do that? Hold myself accountable. The only way you can change somebody's perspective is to really be able to listen, to, right. to put yourself in their shoes and really, really internalize their experience. So I'm like, all right, I'm listening to women, but how has it affected me as a man? How many right. situations have I went into where my expectation was higher than hers? Mm. Was my expectation off? Did I make you feel pressured in any way? Right. Did you feel respected? You know what I mean? Like, I think so often our first response is to be defensive and be like, no, this didn't happen, that didn't happen. Just take a minute to listen and really ask yourself, did something go wrong? Right. So how can we stop non-consensual sex? One woman says she has the answer. Okay. Women are oftentimes unaware of what they like in the bedroom. Therefore, they tend to go along with what is suggested. There's an incredible tool called the I want, I will, I won't list. This is a very long document that lists anything and everything one might imagine doing sexually. I have found that if you feel a little apprehensive getting together with girlfriends and going through this list with maybe a bottle of wine and you have the opportunity to kind of get more in tune with your own sexual desires. So I want to encourage all women out there to push yourself beyond your comfort zone so you don't end up in the gray zone. So what That's was that cool. called? I've never seen it. I want, I will, I won't list. I love that. Yeah, we're going to provide the checklist Ooh. for our RTT fam. I like it. Let's bring the fishbowl out. What a treat. Oh, oh right. <laughs> exactly. All right, you guys are our guests. Oh, it's to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, any advice on how to withdraw consent once things have gotten started? It's a great question. I think that at any point in time, you can say, I'm uncomfortable, I really want to stop. Right. Oh. At any point in time, do not care about anybody else's yes. feelings. Mm. I think that's where it gets gray because yes. I've been there, she's been there. We, right. Where you're like, I don't want to stop him because it's like, I don't want to hurt his feelings no. and he's going to talk 
about me when right. I leave, and then his friends are gonna think I'm some, you know, lame. Yeah. Do what's best for you. In that moment, it is okay to be selfish. Yes. There you go. I love Perfectly that answer. Perfectly said. Yes. Definitely. That's dope. Stephen from St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> Anyone at the red table ever get unsolicited dick pics? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got one the other day that was very Oh, my scary. DM is full of them. Me too. What? I oh, did yeah. the other That's day. That's why I don't go on my DM. I've That's never me. checked my DM. I have never gotten one before, and I was yeah, terrified. Yeah. Wow. I got one on Facebook <laughs> from a woman. Oh. Well, you got what oh, from Facebook I, from a woman? Yeah. Of uh, some of uh, some guy. Oh. Oh. So it was a dick She was like, oh, this is, look at this. I just deleted question. it. But Why? I thought it was very strange because I, I, I really did. I, Why do I don't men even know her that think well. that's attractive? I don't know. What is up with the random dick pics? I wish I had asked. Even in relationships at, or when I was dating guys, and they would send me a dick pic, I'd be like... I'm like, that's not sexy. It's not sexy. Not sexy. I'd rather yeah. see, like, your stomach yeah. or, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Or, like, something, or something. Yeah. a cute smile. But so, like, let, I'm going to do a public announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Men, we want you to know. We don't like dick pics. Dick pics aren't that sexy. Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing, there's nothing Shoulders, sexy about it. Shoulders, chest, abs. That's sexy. Yeah. I also want to come out and say, as women, we need to stop penis shaming. Right. That's, come you know, you, if Amber. we want equality, yep. we need to stop shaming the size of men's penises because they're literally born that way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there's nothing, you know. You, know, you can't exercise and make it bigger. Right. <laughs> like, go get a dildo and have fun. Right. But other than that, if we want respect, we have to give, give that. It. Yes. yes. It's true. How do I know if she is just playing hard to get or really doesn't want it? Mm. Lots of mixed signals. You're expecting us to navigate. Help. Well, just ask. Yeah, like, yeah. just ask. It might not be cute or sexy. Like, you don't have to say, is this okay with you? Can I touch your boob? Right. You don't have to make it very robotic and weird. You can just, do you like it when I do this? Is this okay? Yeah, right. exactly. Why does that seem to be such a thing? I feel like I hear that a lot, where it's like, it throws off the rhythm, it throws off the flow, it's unnatural. Yeah. What does that say about like how we're supposed to engage in sex? Like I feel right. like everybody yeah. makes it seem like it's such an awkward thing to just simply ask or right. get some type of confirmation from her affirmation. Right. Like, They're not stupid. You know when yeah. a woman is uncomfortable. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. you can, she's pulling away. If it's any type of body language, look at her face, look at yeah. how she's reacting. Yeah, Is she in kissing and touching you back? Like, yeah, right. exactly. I feel like it's just dudes trying to find loopholes. Like, right. that's a loophole. She didn't really say well, yes. Yeah, exactly yeah. like this guy said. Uh, okay. And by the way, also like this whole playing hard to get thing, as women, let's just stop that. Right. right. Let's, I'm, it's immature and it's just perpetuating this and right. making it confusing. Yeah. Let's just all be a little bit more clear and then maybe we can figure out a way to not have this happen. Well, there it is. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. This was an awesome, awesome, awesome conversation today. Thank you so much for doing this this show about yeah. this because it's so important. Yeah. DeAndre, I really commend you. And I'm so happy we had you here yeah. too, yeah. just for your input and your insight. It's deeply hopeful. It is, it is. And Miss Amber, you keep doing what you doing. Miss <laughs> right, right. Rumor, <laughs> you keep being your fly self as well, okay? Yes, the red table strikes again. <laughs>
To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.